2: Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm Steve Pritch, joined as always by Dusty Evely, Sarah Kelleher. Guys, we are still on Roger's watch. Apparently, we think there might be some answers, but uh, before we dive into all that fun stuff, Sarah's back on with us this week. How you doing, buddy?
3: Oh, I'm just great, you know. I just love waiting around for decisions to be made. But hey, we we are complaining that it's the off season and there's not a lot to talk about. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about this episode! <laughs> and we're gonna have a great time doing it. And um, we'll see what happens. By the time you're listening to this now, everything we say could be invalid. You could, it could be completely wrong. Um, and you might just have to turn it off. But hopefully, you don't. Hopefully, you stick around and listen, and at least get a good laugh at some of our takes today.
4: Yeah, we're sitting here recording on Rogers' Eve. By the time you're listening to this, potentially, <laughs> uh, you know, Rogers uh, today on Wednesday, uh, Rogers is going to be going on Pat McAfee at I think one Eastern, one p.m. Eastern, yeah, and talking about God knows what. We all know what we hope he's going to be talking about. We don't know what he's actually going to be talking about, but he's going to be on McAfee. So by the time you hear this. Maybe everything will be in the clear. We do have some news, which we'll get to, you know, before too long on kind of the Trey Wingo's thoughts and some of the stuff this has gone. But yeah, by the time you listen to this, maybe you'll have heard Roger speak and there will be a 100% certain clarity from the man himself. What's going to happen? Personally, I doubt it at this point, but. Hey, man, listen, it's it's what we we've, we've just been wanting to hear something out of his mouth at a certain point out of the past like few weeks. And listen, we're finally there and something's going to happen and we don't know what it is. And it's, there's something thrilling and exhausting about that, isn't it?
2: I mean, I feel like it's almost going to be. Him talking, like the same as it always goes, of him talking out of both sides of his mouth of how much he loves the Packers, the organization, everything, but it was really clear they didn't want me anymore and they were ready to move on to Jordan, which is fine and it's a business and blah, blah, blah but decided, He's a good kid.
4: Uh, I really like Jordan. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It's all the you know major talking points that we've, we've heard from him all the time, but I think that's kind of the way it goes. And I think there's going to be a little bit of... Uh, some like underhanded comment that goes towards Guda like stuff. There's, like there's, like there's gonna be like a passive up, aggressive dig a failed threat or something. My
4: thought is something at Murphy for his comments a couple weeks ago. He's gonna he's gonna make some dig at Murphy from a couple weeks ago. That's that's my
2: prediction. Okay. With a you know, with a little shit grin on his face and mm-hmm. uh, you know, a little side chuckle. So yeah, definitely think definitely agree. I think that's something like that's gonna go on. But uh Dust, you you Mention it a little bit. Uh, Talk about Trey Wingo. Um, He went on a podcast today with Ari Mirov. He has been tweeting about the situation and kind of feel everybody who's listening in on that.
4: Yeah. So on Monday, uh, this past Monday, before anyone else had anything, Wingo tweeted something. It was, he said, hearing Rogers, the Jets is done. History about to repeat itself between New York and green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle, which was immediately like within minutes. I mean, all the big guys, Rappaport, Garofalo, Pelicero, Pelissero, the, the, the other man that looks like Tom Palacero that I can't remember his name. Everyone's basically like, I I don't, I've not heard anything. There's been no news. And since then, there's been a whole bunch of, listen, I mean, like very specific stuff. I got people on the Jets camp. I know I've talked to people. They say there's no knowledge of this. But when, like, the, when the, some of the stuff broke up weeks ago, Wingo was a guy that was ahead of everyone by like two or three days. My assumption, Rogers is just texting Wingo. So when we saw that from Wingo... My assumption was, okay. this is done. It's just a matter now for the news to catch up. So that was on Monday. And then, yeah, yesterday. So Tuesday on Ari's podcast, he said uh, just to read some of his comments, he said, I mean, no uncertain terms here. Wingo said the tweet that I put out there is going to happen, meaning. Rogers the Jets is done. It's just a matter of when and maybe next week. We just need to prepare for that. So that's why I said, listen, we're on Rogers Eve. We're going to hear from Rogers. That doesn't mean Rogers is going to say, I'm going to 100% be playing for the Jets because that's still, it sounds like there's maybe still some th- hurdles to clear. Now, to continue down the line, he said the deal's basically been in place since last Friday. He says, the Wingo said, I don't know what the delay is. Now, he did say, Wingo said, he posits, he's like, it might be my fault because I think there's like a certain communication line that they want to put out there. And maybe the way these teams want to do it. And maybe this early information leaking made some of that delayed. So he's like, he wasn't putting it past like maybe I had some hand in this. But he did say closing out, no uncertain terms. The holdup is not Aaron. He said he's ready to roll and he said Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the New York Jets in 2023. So from a guy who has been in the industry for a very long time and was, I mean, 100% spot on what a week or two ago when he broke some of the original Rodgers news, I don't doubt any of this at all. But it's, it's interesting that he came out with this stuff Monday, was immediately kind of refuted or people not refuted or people saying I didn't hear anything about this, and then doubled down you know yesterday and basically saying no like this is done, and then expanded on that a little bit more. So it sounds like for all intents and purposes, this deal's and this, just to summarize, deal's done. The framework's been in place since last Friday. Rodgers is going to be in New York, uh, which as we'll get to in a minute. uh, Some of the free agent news around New York seems to kind of bolster that a little bit. And that the holdup, that was a big thing. The holdup is not Aaron Rodgers. He's good to go. It's just some framework stuff or the team's getting together or whatever needs to be cleared. And we'll find out at some point what all that is. But from Wingo's perspective, from what he said, and if that news is coming from Aaron Rodgers, maybe there's some bias there. But he's saying uh, it's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's ready to roll. So hopefully... I mean, it'd be nice if, by, if McAfee, we hear something, but he said, just be prepared. This might not be until next week that it's actually announced by the time all this is done. So, you know, pull up your bootstraps, kiddos.
2: Now, what if it was like a conspiracy theory? And this is like the long game that the Packers are still mad. At the Jets from all those years ago when they you know, officially released Brett Favre, allowing him to go to the Vikings. So they're just completely messing with them and like Rodgers is in on the take. And so he's he's just getting all his buddies one last contract. You know, he's getting Cobb another year contract. He's getting Mercedes Lewis another year contract. Got Alan Lazard paid the money that the Packers wouldn't pay. And then they're just he's like, nah, deuces, I'm out. I'm just what gonna retire. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna retire. And leave Listen, it I- leaving the Jets holding the bag and no quarterback. At
4: this point, would you put anything past him? <laughs> no. I, I, I saw a conspiracy exactly. theory that since he's always had such like him and him and Belichick have always spoke so highly of each other. This was Belichick's way of like, this is some big grand conspiracy theory of Belichick to screw over the Jets again and that Roger's going to go to the Patriots. Like I've seen a thousand conspiracy <laughs> theories about all this stuff. And I believe every single one of them.
3: <laughs> it, it, this is just astounding. And. You know, I'm not surprised at how big of a spectacle the Rodgers watch has become, but God, I'm just ready for it to be over. I I just, at this point, and like you said, Dusty, I know sources are pretty much saying, yeah, the deal is done, you know, basically shook hands and said, yeah, we're going to do this. And now they're just trying to work out the details. That's painfully obvious. You know, if you're still denying that this Aaron Rodgers playing for the New York Jets is a real possibility, like open your eyes look all of this stuff that happened on tuesday with lazard and then sources saying that you know rogers has a wish list and Cobb and lewis mercedes lewis and obj even are on the wish list it it just this feels like a snl skit i mean at some point it just feels like it's totally a bit and you know part of me is like maybe he's just doing all this and he is gonna retire and it's just gonna be you know for funsies but I really do think that it's pretty much a done deal. It's just a matter of when they're going to announce it. And I hope that it's today when this episode drops so that we can just move on and just be past this because, wow, it has been exhausting.
4: It's like it'd be like a cruel intentions type thing. It's like the games rich people play. Or What was the like? It uh, wasn't like David Koechner is a rich person. And he's like, oh, we're just going to like make you guys beat each other up. I can't really do uh blank on the name of that one but basically that just like a, a man who has done it all at this point just playing games with the minds of other people and then eventually going nah I'm good I'm good guys I'd get a laugh out of it
3: There's it's like that one meme with the two buttons and you can press one and it's just the other one's like <laughs> violence and the other is chaos like that's Aaron Rodgers right now <laughs>
2: Uh, We didn't talk about this pre-show, but um, Sarah, what do you think compensation is going to be coming back? This is just purely a prediction because it's kind of been all over the board. Like, you know, it started as multiple first-round picks because you're getting Aaron Rodgers, and now it's kind of dwindled down like the rumors you're hearing are like the Packers will be lucky if they get a second-round pick for him. So I'm just kind of curious where both of you guys are sitting as to what you think compensation is going to be coming back.
3: I mean, I personally think that the Packers should get a haul. They, uh, this is Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he's, you know, some may say he's past his, his prime, but at the same time, I'm like, it's Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets are desperate, and the Packers should take advantage of that. They should absolutely get everything they possibly can out of this. So personally, I hope that the Packers get as much as possible. Uh, I think they'll at least get one first-round pick. Um, and then a couple of guys involved in there too, but I'm really not sure how it's going to shake out. I have been surprised because typically there's kind of a pattern like, Oh, you know, this team did that and it kind of set the standard and everyone's going to follow that. And this year it's just been all over the board. So I really can't predict it, but I think that they're at least going to get one first round draft pick. I, so help me God, if they don't.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm over the same. Che- cheap, thrills, cheap thrills is the movie I was thinking of, by the way. um, yeah, no, on the same boat. Like you look at it, it was it went from the Packers. Like neither team has a ton of leverage. The Packers have lost a lot of leverage in this because if he doesn't go to the Jets, like what else is he going to do once they signed, you know, the the kind of the, the I guess the 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 uh, Raider stuff wasn't really cinched up by then. But like since that time when I was like, well, the Packers don't have a lot of a lot of leverage. Garoppolo's gone. Mike White, who was like their backup plan, left town. The Jets basically have Zach Wilson. The Jets are going to go into next year with. A defense that's absolute nails, uh, you know, if they carry over at all from this past year with some good offensive weapons and Zach Wilson like that with all everything they poured in to Rogers this year, that's absolutely positively not going to fly. So, yeah, I'm 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 with Sarah. Like, I think it's it's a point where no team has a ton of leverage, but the Packers certainly have some sort of leverage because they they I mean, listen, they're not going to do it. But if he wanted to come back and he's like, well, I don't want to be traded like Let's just bench you. Just sit. We'll pay you to sit at home. Like that, they could potentially do that if they wanted to. Whereas the Jets, a potential you know playoff run window for for a franchise that's that bad, they say no. We have to roll with Zach Wilson now. After we publicly courted the Aaron Rodgers, man, that. That's just not going to work. So I'm, I'm with Sarah. I think if they, I don't think it's going to get like a, a haul, haul. But yeah, if there's not at least one first rounder in there. I'd be shocked at this point, just because the Jets are just they're out of T- Taylor Heineke's gone. Like even guys like Heineke are gone. <laughs> yep. Like are they going to sign Carson Wentz? Like they can't, they can't talk their their hands. That fans would be into
3: that. the most Jets thing be ever. So though, good. to be like, oh, we're going to get Aaron Rodgers and oh, we got Al Lazard. This is it. All the pieces are coming together. And then tomorrow for Adam Schefter to be like, the Jets have signed a quarterback. It's Carson Wentz. It's <laughs> so
4: Mar- Carson Wentz and Marcus Mariota are like the two guys they brought in.
2: Andy Andy Dalton. Andy that would be, Dalton would be Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: my yeah, God. no, they yeah, they yeah, they're they're kinda of, if they don't get Rogers, man, they're they everyone, everyone should be fired in that front office thing.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: And they know that at that point at yeah. this point.
2: Uh, well, yeah, we kind of have alluded to it a little bit, guys, but Alan Lazard is going to the Jets for years, $44 million, And I think we're all kind of on board of saying, like, good for the kid. Like, you go from yeah. an undrafted free agent, like, this is your one time to secure the bag. Like, you go get that. And I think he got, like, $22 million guaranteed. So, I mean, that's amazing, life-changing stuff for him. So that's really cool. But it is the theme of... Kind of free agency for the Jets of like, well, we're going to start to bring in Aaron Rodgers boys. So there's now rumors of Mercedes Lewis. There's rumors of Randall Cobb. And then I don't know if you guys have seen the numbers that OBJ has been saying that he wants to get paid. I don't know if he's going to New York for 20 mil.
4: I was going to say, if it's anything last year, he was asking for like 20 mil a year. Yeah. Right. Is that that still still his asking price? Yeah. Gracious. It's around
3: there.
2: So. Um, but it kind of led me into what the one thing that we were going to kind of break down for everybody who's listening. Uh, just talking about free agency in the NFC North. There's been a fair amount of things going on in the NFC North for teams outside of the Packers. So we figured we'd just kind of break down some of the things that have stood out to us per team. And then um, if there's anybody other anybody else that wants to react to it, definitely can. So uh, Dusty, we'll start with you and talking about the Chicago Bears this offseason, what they've been doing.
4: Yeah. Bears, uh, in case you didn't know, super active, super active. So before, I mean, even the free agency stuff started, I mean, the big stuff, we don't have to get into it a ton because this was a little while ago. They traded uh, the first overall pick for two first round picks to the Panthers as well as wide receiver DJ Moore. So I mean, that's a huge get another packer. That was a, the potentially like, Packers were potentially looking to trade for him last year. Tremendous wide receiver talent. So, again, that was before free agency. So DJ Moore is there. And then, since free agency opened, since the legal tampering period is open, they've signed Nate Davis, a guard, uh, three year, $30 million, solid guard. I mean, good uh, kind of rush, 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 uh, pass rush and, uh, and run blocking. Demarcus Walker at edge, Tremaine Edwards at linebacker, TJ Edwards at linebacker. So, two off by line, two off by linebackers who are fine, really better in coverage than anything else. And then uh, just came in right before we started recording is Travis Homer, who has in four years. 453 rushing yards and 464 receiving yards. So, running back or a receiver who lines up in the backfield. I don't know, but I mean, I mean, the note to take from this, really, I mean, the the kind of the big takeaways from the Bears are they had to spend money. <laughs> they had like 150 million dollars in cap space or something to open, so they had they had to spend. I mean, really, uh, you know, the 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 more trade was good, they're gonna have to pay him. It's been, You hate to say it, man, like it's, it seems like it's been kind of smart. Like I think they overpaid Tremaine Edwards uh, or Edmonds. Edmonds is good. I think a good linebacker, I graded out well last year by PFF. If you want to, you know, take that for what it's worth, but he's a good linebacker. But I also like it was four years, 72 million with 50 million guaranteed. I'm very much not in favor of paying an off-ball linebacker that much. So I, those, those second contracts for those guys that typically do not end well. And then again, TJ Edwards, which was, which was much better, but they're obviously looking they're also in the middle of the defense there. And then you're getting you're getting a guard, uh, you know, a solid guard for um, for Fields there and then edge. So I think they've spent their money. I mean, the way they've gone about this, they're not going for all the big name guys. They're not spending crazily. They're making what seems to be relatively smart moves, which, you know, kind of sucks. I don't like that. But also the thing to keep in mind with all of this is they still got Justin Fields at quarterback. I, and I don't think they're going to do anything with that. And I'm not convinced that Justin Fields is a good quarterback. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I will say the the plan for them – and it's, it's I think it's – part of it's easy to say this because they have had so much money to spend. Of course, they're going to be active free agency. They have a ton of money they need to spend. But that they didn't go out there and like, here's a big-name guy. We're going to take him. Here's a big-name guy. We're going to take him. The fact that it seems like they have a plan and they're actually being smart about this, I mean – Right now, seems like a pretty good off season, but you know, I feel like every off season for the past ten years, the Bears have been saying they've had a good off season. So we'll see what happens. But I do think it's a pretty, pretty smart, uh, pretty smart start. I think to free agency for them so far.
2: Wait, I'm a little bit shocked. You're not a big fan of Captain Overthrow. Yeah. yeah. No, no, apparently not.
4: No, that, that yep. man has a clean pocket guy. and they just chucked the ball right over a guy's head out of bounds. No, <laughs> quarterbacks aren't supposed to do that. It's a hot take. I know
2: <laughs> that is frustrating though. You, you are right. It is frustrating when the bears make smart decisions. I, I've, uh, I have enjoyed like the last twenty years when they completely screw it up, left it like all the time, and it's just they're the laughing stock of the NFL. And I've had, I have so many friends who are Bears fans, so it's always easy to laugh at them. So when they make good moves and like you know pick up DJ Moore and all that stuff for the the first overall pick, that was that's kind of annoying. I'm not gonna lie, that was really annoying. But um, This but can yeah, also I mean, blow up in their face, Steve. The
4: season hasn't oh, started yet. Yeah. I'm still yeah, I'm still very
2: sure. optimistic of their chances to blow all of this. I'm very excited to see how that happens. I mean, even when they brought in like top tier free agents remember i think it was like the defensive end was it like lamar houston or somebody like that who tore his acl doing a sack dance oh yeah Mm -hmm. uh i mean just it's the bears so something's gonna happen i mean i'm I'm not worried about it because plus who wins the super bowl after winning free agency in in march like that never you don't do that that's just not the way it goes they had so many holes to fill that of course like you said, they had to spend the money. I say I
4: think the the Bengals, honestly, to some extent, did that with some of their defense, where they kind of overpaid because they had they had a ton of stuff to do there. But the Bears are looking at this point, like even with all these moves, like let's not get it twisted. The Bears are looking to be a competent run team this year. That's, yeah. They're not they're not winning more than six games. Oh, no. Like if they win six games, that's a shock. They're trying to be better than like a three win team is basically where they got this year. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, you guys have said it all already. It's it's annoying when they do good things, but it's also the bears, so I'm optimistic that, you know, they, they they'll still they'll still, still suck, suck in some ways. Um, <laughs> that's the best way to say it. Um, but yeah, when I saw the haul that they got for the first round pick, I was like, "Damn, good for them. They they did it. Good for them."
2: All right, Sarah, break down the Vikings and what they've been doing so far.
3: Yeah, so Vikings, uh, kind of an equal level of activity there minus the, you know, the number one pick and trading that away. But um, before I get into it, I I did want to share a funny little text I got from one of my friends. So I... I'm sure many of the listeners saw that Rogers tweeted Sewell with like a bunch of laughing faces um, the other day when Russell Douglas was absolutely just trolling people on Twitter about what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. And one of my good friends sent the tweet to me and goes, Oh, I think he meant to say skull and that he's actually going to the Vikings <laughs> like <this. laughs> um, So I just absolutely died of laughter at that. A uh, very good joke there. Um, but, anyways, Vikings, uh, just a, a couple moves here. You know, I think the big one is um, that they signed Marcus Davenport to a one year, $13 million contract. Obviously, that filled a need for them there on the edge. You know, Zadarius Smith has basically. Made it known he wants to move on from the team, um, so that fills it's a bold the whole,
4: move. It's a really yeah. bold move. Hey, I'd like to be released, please. Just a yeah. just a man in search of a captaincy. That's all he is right now.
3: And I know Davenport is you know a bit past his, his prime, but is somebody that is you know a, and has been a premium player um, and ha- has done what he's needed to do. So I think, you know, that's a good get for them. Um, they also, you know, different position, but just, you know, loss on, on the defense. I know that they uh, released Eric Kendricks, who, Dusty, I saw you tweeted about. I agree. Like, I always have liked him and thought he was mm-hmm. a really great player. I've actually... I followed his now wife, girlfriend at the time, on social media for years because she was a big soccer player. And then that's how I kind of ended up following them as a couple and both, you know, what they do. And I've always really thought highly of him on and off the field. And so, yeah, I think that's just, you know, a need that they're they're trying to fill and just kind of rebuild on the defensive front there. Um, they re-signed their center, Garrett Bradbury. Um, I know that they're reworking Kirk Cousins' contract right now, so they figured, hey, one of the things we'll do is, is keep your starting center around and make sure that you're happy and comfortable there. So they signed him to a three-year deal worth $15.75 million, which is pretty good for a center, honestly. Um, and then one of the other you know highlights is they signed a tight end, Josh Oliver. I believe he's from Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and... He, they signed him to a three-year, $21 million deal. So, again, I think they're just trying to build some pieces for areas that they've lost. Um, you know, they they released Steelen and he's kind of been around for a while. And, yes, I know he's not a tight end, but just another weapon um, for Kirk Cousins. And so um, they're trying to just move on, find some new players, mix it up a little bit with the money that they have. Some other moves, really big news. They signed, you know – Nick Mullins at quarterback, so I'm sure, you know, he'll beat Kirk Cousins out for the job. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, And then a long snapper and a kicker. So it seems like, you know, kind of those the big three that I talked about first were the main ones. They wanted to make sure that was taken care of. And the others are just to keep the roster healthy and and make sure they've got um, what they need.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. I think they
2: lost Patrick Peterson, too. Is that, is that ringing a bell, Dusty? I uh, yeah. Thought, he, I thought I saw him go to uh, Pittsburgh. That sounds right. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew he wasn't back, but I
4: couldn't remember where he went. Pittsburgh sounds right, yeah.
3: Let me double check. But
2: that was the only other thing I saw that was somewhat noteworthy. So Yeah,
3: he went um, and, to the Steelers.
2: Okay. So yeah, so, yeah, they've been losing some some depth in the cornerback position for sure. So, Jordan Love's going to have a field day. That's all I'm saying. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Dusty, let's He's ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Detroit Lions. Have they made a move for Lamar Jackson yet?
4: <laughs> that's it seems so simple and honestly that was my question with the jets is why don't the jets make a run at lamar like that's and they, they they don't have a ton of cap room this year but they do like they do next year and obviously there's some levers they could pull i think to get under there but the, for the jets not to give them ideas that certainly seems like their leverage like we will simply trade for lamar jackson if you're going to pull this over barrel over aaron Rodgers, we'll trade you don't have jackson. to trade for him you just sign him well you got to sign you got to give it's essentially give you got to give first. up like two first round picks yeah. but like it's 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 still you can sign him, so yeah. I, I'd, I'd be in on that if I was the Lions. I'd be in on that. So no, no, they're they're saying Jared Goff is our dude. They're rolling with Jared Goff. They didn't. They've not done a ton. It's mostly been resigning their own guys. I'm not going to talk about resigning Alex Anzalone because no one cares about that. But they did. I mean, just came in not long ago. Uh, they they signed David Montgomery, the Bears former Bears running back, the two three year eighteen million dollar deal, which likely means Jamal Williams is gone. Johndre Swift is in the last year of his rookie deal. I can't imagine uh, that they're going to let him walk or they're, n- they're not going to let him, you know, to j- j- have him be RB3 or something in this deal. And they're not paying Dave Montgomery to come in to be a backup. So I imagine they're going to go with a backfield of Montgomery and Swift. Jamal Williams going to go somewhere else. He had two very good years for him, so but that that likely means the end of him in Detroit there. Uh, so hope he goes. Hope he goes to a team I like, so I can continue to root for Jamal Williams. And then Perhaps they also the signed Jets. <laughs> yeah, gracious. Yeah, do it. Just do it, man. Just the whole team. Let's do it. Uh, and the other, the only other move they really made in free agency, they signed cornerback uh, the Cam Sutton to three years, thirty-three million. Sutton, I mean, solid. Defensive back, uh, you know, pretty good in coverage, just like solid all the way around, not spectacular. But for three years, $33 million, that's about what you want in a cornerback. So, again, like not, not a ton from the Lions, but two fairly solid moves. I think Montgomery is limited, but he's good. He is a very good running back. I think skill-wise, like think he's better than Jamal Williams. And then, yeah, Sutton is a good cornerback. So, a couple – Couple smart moves from the Lions. I don't like this. I don't like. I don't like. The, well, I we talked. Was that last week, Steve? That I think the Lions are winning the division anyway. Like this. This doesn't sway me off of that position. These these couple moves no. here.
2: No, I mean I think it's just going to be a little bit more. It's going to be more competitive, and I mean I think right now ultimately the Packers are the wild card in all this. Like we have, yeah. we legitimately have no idea what they're going to be. I mean, defense could be good, could be bad. Offense could be good, could be bad. Special teams, no. yeesh, who knows? I mean, Keyshawn hey, Keisha, Keyshawn is back. back, Steve. He's, I know. I'm we're aware. good. We're good. But, I mean. Five I've been
3: tricked before. I've been, I've been tricked else, before, been tricked before yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, nothing. It turns out, Sarah, I was looking through my notes. Nothing. That was it.
3: <laughs> That's what I, I mentioned it before we started recording. When we were looking at the list of activity in the NFC North, it's like, oh, there's a good, you know, five or six bullet points under the other three teams, and then the Packers, one bullet point. Classic. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It's what we do. So what they do, man. Um, all right, well, let's jump to some questions. Uh, we we did decide we're going to try to keep this a little bit shorter, and I think we've been doing a pretty good job this time, guys. So we got a few questions, not too many to dive into. So, uh, And I will highlight that we did get a question from Maggie Loney, which it's been forever since we've gotten a really good one from Maggie because she, she doesn't always send questions, but when she does, they're just like – they mess with your head like you have to do so much thinking about it. And so she wanted us to compare like the free agent signings that the Jets have been doing of the Packers players, um, which right now only stands at one, and compare them to New York-style pizza. So, I mean, if a couple of these other things happen within the next day or two, I think we can all quote tweet the that and, and answer it. Yeah. But for right now, I think we're just going to let that one go. Um, we, love, but, we love you, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay so first one we've got here uh, Brian Hart said who always sends in some great questions so he wants to he's asking our Packers typically are not high spenders early however our roster does have some holes to fill which positions of need do you think we can fill with free agents and the which with the draft food question what is your favorite flavored shake so Sarah what's uh, what's a free agent you would like to see brought in for the Green Bay Packers
3: yeah, we talked about this a little earlier, but based on the ones that are available, which it's slim pickings these days, um, I really like Hayden Hurst, um, tight end and from Cincinnati. Um, and, you know, I think that they could get him for decent value. And, you know, if Mercedes Lewis is leaving, um, then, you know, hey, that's an area that they need to fill. Um, and just seems like it's kind of a best available thing. And if they, you know, are losing him, it's, it sort of makes sense. So I really like that. Uh, for free agency um, and then the second part of the question uh, f- favorite flavored shake this actually started a terrible argument on this show many years ago um, early in our <laughs> days i so,
2: forgot about that i also so forgot about I'm a that i'm bit triggered
3: reading this how right dare you like vanilla
2: what's wrong <laughs> yeah. with you
3: um it's not a
2: flavor it's all coming back to me. oh my god it's yeah, dramatic!
3: so that's what i'm saying i saw Thanks, that
2: i'm reliving was, this in the, in the moment
3: <laughs> um for me it would probably be this surprise to no one but i love a good like cookies and cream shake uh that's definitely my favorite but if we're going generic it would be chocolate
4: Yeah, for me, Hayden Hurst is a good one. I mean, a tight end position certainly is something i like to see the Packers uh, attack. So Hayden Hurst or Dalton Schultz is another one. Schultz, I would imagine, is probably going to command a little more money. Uh, but those are those are two guys there. And I was looking at the safeties as well. I mean, Adrian Amos is one, you know, obviously that potentially bring him back. Nasir Adderley's out there. I I wouldn't mind taking a swing at Adderley. He's, he's got some holes in his game, but I think he's got some some strengths, especially around the line of scrimmage. And I just, I want to see... And Adderley back in Green Bay. That's really what this comes down to. He could be a trash player. I just I want to your Adderley back. I just, I just want okay. an Adderley in Green Bay. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll probably go with the same answer on the shake that I went with low those many years ago, uh, which I'll just go with like a bourbon chocolate shake. Uh, shake Shack has them. Tremendous. Uh, they, they actually just make the shake and they pour a shot of makers in there. Just it's it's so good. So I'll, I'll, I will likely just go with that or just like a standard chocolate malt. I'm a sucker for a good chocolate malt.
2: Okay. So a malt isn't technically a shake though, right?
4: <laughs> it is. They just stir malt in. It. It's the same thing, right? Wait, am I wrong?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to give you crap. But it's making you think about it and think you're wrong. So it definitely works. No, I'm right. Works. Steve Steve knows knows right. You're wrong. He's
3: about to get just absolutely obliterated with his vanilla shake. Take. So I don't want to. I'm not going to answer question. Tear down your answer.
4: Just store-bought vanilla ice cream, put it in some milk, and I'm good to go. <laughs>
2: I'm a grown man. These are the decisions I've made. I hate both of you so much.
3: I don't think uh, you do. I think you you really like spending every Tuesday night with us to record this. You, you miss I us. I
2: guess. Uh. It's kind of fun. Um, all right. As far as a couple of free agents that did pique my interest, one, I was scrolling through the list. Mike Gusecki is available, tight end. 27 years old i've always thought he's been pretty good um so that'd be definitely an upgrade for the packers uh and then the other one juan thornhill was somebody i mentioned last week who i thought could be a good get for the packers and then if it's a pipe dream i've been big i still know i still think they want some edge help and it looks like um What's his name? Uh, Jadavian Clowney is still available. So I know that price tag is going to be a lot higher. I don't know if that's something the Packers could afford. Probably not. But, I mean, that'd be a good, to me, that'd be a good defensive edge to kind of help in that rotation, getting, um, waiting to get, waiting to get Rashawn Gary back. So okay i don't do i have to answer this stupid question you don't want we'll to give you a pass at. steve we'll give, yeah. we'll give you a pass we already made, do, we already made I, fun I, of
4: you for an answer from a couple years this is ago. true you've also, also
2: you you also made fun of me for my last answer from years ago already so yeah yeah um how about i'll just say oreo oreo shake there
3: you go. Oh. <laughs> get a life loser <laughs> oh. tomato 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 <laughs>
2: Didn't even think I didn't think an Oreo would get a boo from Sarah but here we are. It's right just there. maybe
3: I just am, it's all coming back to me now how quickly this spiraled like we ended up I think I said that Mitch Trubisky was a vanilla milkshake like it, it got to that level. <laughs>
2: that sounds right. That does sound right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was that was one of the episodes that you guys definitely teamed up against me for sure. Rightly um, so, justified I would
4: say. Yeah.
3: Bad take. mm mm-hmm.
2: Mhm. It's a vanilla milkshake. It's not a bad take.
3: Mm, yeah, but there could be better takes there. That's the way that you <laughs> can phrase that. In a world where I said that the
2: Packers should sign Antonio Brown versus saying I enjoy a vanilla milkshake, I no, think the crazier no take is no Antonio saying, Brown.
4: No one's saying you've only had one bad take. you had plenty of bad takes, Steve. No one is limiting you to one. <laughs>
2: Uh, This is over. I'm done. done. We're calling it. That's it. Thank you, Brian. Thank
3: you for this question. See you guys next
2: week. (laughs) If I even come back next week, I don't know. (laughs) It's up in the air right now. (laughs) Stupid guy on my phone. All right. Uh, We did get a question from Joshua Great Singer, um, which, by the way, that's your real last name. That's an amazing last name. Uh, he wants to know bargain been free agents, so I feel like we kind of already talked about free agency. We've talked about that a lot, but um he his question is a food question was what is a food you like that other people will judge you for eating e g peanut butter and pickle sandwiches so give him a little golf clap for uh making fun of Sean as well and his peanut butter and pickle sandwiches <laughs> and that's bad take of about food so um is there anything that you um that you like that other people judge you for eating uh vanilla milkshakes ah shut (laughs) up Oh I wish I could swear he more on
4: this one. He walked right podcast.
3: into it. He walked thought, right I, into
2: I, it. I
4: thought he was going to see that coming, and he was going to like. No. I was like, "Don't, don't talk about it ahead of time. I, this is going to ruin this for me. Don't ruin this for me." <laughs> Definitely <laughs> didn't.
2: Nope.
3: Swaps. Oh, that was that was just gorgeous, gorgeous, Dusty. Oh, I love that. Um, Thank you. Woo! I think for me. um I don't know. I I mean, I definitely don't eat peanut butter and pickle sandwiches or anything remotely close to that. I think the one weird thing is I'm not a big mayo person. I've talked about this on this show before. So if I have tuna fish, like canned tuna, or if I make like a tuna salad sometime, which so Steve is, you know, doing it, he's mocking that he's throwing up. I remember like growing up, I don't really eat it now, but instead of mayo, I would use ranch. And it was good. And but people made fun of me at school, and they said my lunch was smelly and all that. So, I'll, right. I'll go back to that. Yeah, but- no,
4: yeah. <laughs> I, they shamed good. you into doing something correctly. That's good. Good on them. Good bull. That's good bullying right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
3: Dusty, <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was last week <laughs> Dusty's <laughs> advice for Feed for Dads was gaslight your children.
3: Yeah, I'm gone and for was, one week and I, I go right I on Twitter it. the next day and I see that and I'm like, Dusty, <laughs> where did we get lost here? Oh, this man. is not
4: good. So the off season's taking its toll on me. Uh, I don't I don't eat outside the house so no no one judges me anymore. When I was a kid I used to eat cereal with no milk. That's was not just a weird. bowl of cereal. That's not with weird no at milk. All.
3: I don't know, man.
4: That's pretty weird. Like as I've gotten older, like that, I tried it again somewhat recently, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's a weird thing to do." Dusty,
3: that's not weird. It would be weird if you were like, "Oh, I ate my cereal with orange juice" or something like that. (laughs) But eating it, I did.
4: I had a youth pastor once who swore to me that, uh, like, he would drink coffee and he would put orange juice in his coffee. And then I tried to talk myself into that it was good, and so for like a little bit in high school, I would drink, I'd pour orange juice in my coffee. And then I eventually I realized. I hate this. Why am I still doing this? So.
3: That's foul. Yeah, but, don't
4: do
2: that. It's yeah. it's real bad. Yeah, for me, I can't think of anything weird that I do. So. <laughs> this
3: seems like, I'm perfect. So yeah. really oh,
2: no, it. my mic's not working. I can't answer this question. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but I, I, for, for some reason, all the food that I eat magically <laughs> fell out of my head. So these two stupid jerks can't say anything about me. <laughs> So yeah, that's my answer. I don't need anything weird. I don't know why you would suggest that. Steve, I'm gonna have
4: Steve peels like each grape individually before he eats <gasps> it. Like I know he does something weird.
3: <laughs> the texture of that, like it's like nails on a chalkboard. I hate that. Ugh.
2: Got a little exacto knife so I can you know, <laughs> cut the line down and peel it. Sorry, um,
4: boss. I can't tell you why I need two hours for lunch. <laughs>
2: Every day, every day I have to peel my 17, my 17 grapes. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, we did get another question, but I'm not realizing this one's a free agency. Qu- oh, this is the one. This was what's the one free agent you would go after in the off season. If money was no object. So. Yeah. So uh, let's talk
4: about this because we pulled up a list of like, we were looking at like, who could we splurge on? no one the top guys like was it's Carson Wentz Orlando Brown Bud Dupree Adam Thielen
2: to be fair if money is no object I'm gonna go sign Lamar Jackson I I like Jordan Love I hope that he becomes the next Hall of Famer in the line of Packer Hall of Fame quarterbacks but you don't know what he is and if you have the chance to bring in Lamar Jackson and money doesn't affect you then I'm gonna go get Lamar Jackson
4: oh Steve I have your answer right now 33 year old Levante David is on the market (laughs) You want to sign a thirty-three-year-old inside linebacker to a lot of money? I know you do. I know you do.
2: Well, again, money is not an object. Money's. Not I already an object. gave my better answer. I don't know why you're trying to convince me to take the lower guy. <laughs> Just
4: <sighs> yeah, there's not like it, you could throw a lot of money at a lot of these guys, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like there's there's not a whole lot at this point aside from Lamar Jackson, which is also involves uh, draft picks. I'd be comfortable. Okay. Bring in. Chosen Anderson, you know, Robbie Anderson changed his name to chosen. Bring I did Gordon. see that. That's really weird. Bring him in someone like Yannick and or something, you know, possibly Jadavian Clowney, you know, some edge guy like that. Mm-hmm. Dalton Schultz. It's all boring guys. Cause there's no one, there's no one good left. I feel comfortable paying for. Okay.
2: But you're not worried about the money.
4: Yeah, I know. I still don't want to pay a lot of money. <laughs> These guys are going to stink. Like, I don't pay good money to a guy. I know it's going to stink. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> it's not your money here you go kyle vanoy here's 30 million dollars a year steve who,
3: like steve clearly wants to talk about this he doesn't like dusty's answer so he wants to talk about it
4: <laughs> he's just mad he's mad that i made fun of him well oh, no it's, it, like, it's, like the guy, it's like
2: it's like whatever you see on twitter the people saying like oh man i wouldn't have spent that much money on, on you know alan lazard whatever i'm like oh yeah you're cutting a check for him to the packers is that what happens mm-hmm. every year you're like oh here's my money for the free agency no yeah
4: I like think for me, okay. it's anyone I would have overpaid is like Robert Woods. I would have overpaid for Robert Woods. He's okay. just he's, – he's off the market now. He's not on the market anymore. Uh,
2: Phil's second question is if you have a favorite hangover slash post-breakup comfort food. So, Sarah, we'll let, you, we'll let you dabble in free agency. Who would you sign while Dusty thinks about when his heart has been broken or uh, – if he's oh, hungover, I but thought, he doesn't ever get really hungover. If I recall, I thought this
3: ship had sailed. I mean, yeah, I agree that if money wasn't an object, it would be Lamar Jackson for sure. I mean, that seems like the best option available. And if I could wave a magic wand, then why not? Um, especially if Aaron Rodgers is leaving, that seems like a, a sweet deal.
4: Yeah, and yeah, I, I I do not really drink until I'm drunk, and I've been married for twenty two years, so like. I, I don't I do not have a good answer for this I promise. Is there a
2: comfort food like what if you what if you have a bad day or something like just a there's a meal that you just sit and you know you know it's going to make you feel better.
4: Oh man, just like just a a greasy but there's a Five Guys burger. Five Guys bacon burger is really what I'll go for if I'm like I just I need something to make me happy that will always make me happy.
3: Yeah, I would say a chicken sandwich of some sort, um, Shake Shack's fried chicken sandwich, absolutely delicious. Honestly, no, I'm going to go back. Anything with fried chicken in it, like chicken and waffles absolutely hits after like a late night or if you're just feeling down and you're like, whatever, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Um, and then like a, a fried chicken sandwich from Shake Shack or a sandwich from Chick-fil-A, like any of that. I'm all for that. I want the carbs. I want the fried chicken. That's what I'm going for.
2: Um, and if you guys are ever, you know, I, I feel like there might be a little bit of judgment coming on this one as well, but I've kind of discovered the, this is like a single guy kind of meal for sure. But if you go to like Walmart, they'll sell uh, like Bob Evans has a macaroni and cheese. that's microwavable. It's Actually, so
3: good. It's so yeah, good. No,
2: that's, yeah. No, there's no judgment here. That's, oh, that's, no. That's I'm not done though. Yeah. I'm not done though. And right next to that, they will sell pulled pork that's yeah. microwavable. Yeah, no, the, no, that's a pulled solid pork no. on top of the macaroni and cheese. Oh, dude, it's so like I, you, you can I can feel my my arteries clogging while I'm eating it, but it's so good. So good.
3: The Bob Evans microwave mac and cheese is slept on. It is Mm -hmm. so good. I remember one year in college, I was in charge of mac and cheese for Friendsgiving. And I'm like, I'm not making mac and cheese. Like, I'm broke. I'm just going to go buy a few of the ones from Bob (laughs) Evans and heat it up. And it was a hit. Everyone's like, where'd you get this mac and cheese? (laughs) Like, I really want it. And then after that, everyone in my friend group was eating it. They also have really good mashed potatoes as well. Um, So I kind of rotate back and forth. Between buying them, um, so no, not weird at all, Steve. Actually, all right, all your right. best take of the night, in my opinion,
2: <laughs> maybe ever. Maybe ever. There. what a weird way to be mean to me, guys! Wow, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm surprised that came out of your mouth. That's like the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm done. There was a couple more questions. There yeah, they involve free agency and trades and stuff. So whatever. We're good. Was we're there good. any
3: more questions? I thought that was the last one.
2: Nah, there was there was a couple others they all kind of they still did blend into each other a little bit. So I I feel like we covered most of it. And plus I don't want to talk to you two anymore. So uh we're just <laughs> gonna wrap that up. So yeah, what are your stupid final thoughts, Dusty? Tell us about what dumb article you wrote. <laughs>
4: Thanks, Steve. Uh so I was on uh account this past Sunday. I was on um Packers Total Access Podcast over the Packer Podcast Network over with Clayton, so we talked a lot about uh, kind of the, the floor scheme and how that may change with Rodgers and how some of that stuff is overblown and you know Rodgers playing outside the system and yada, yada, yada. Really good conversation. Went, went about an hour or something. So if you've not listened to that yet, yeah, that was uh, this past Sunday that hit. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. And yeah, as far as articles, man, um, I'm working on a couple of things. I've got one. I was going to try to get out before Rodgers is traded, which maybe I have more time now. Who knows? Um, that's just I pulled a bunch of numbers for this. That is uh, the whole Rogers of the middle of the field. Is that fact or fiction? Um, <laughs> very much a fact. Uh, and I've got a whole bunch of numbers on that. So I'm, I may be writing that up soon. I'm kind of working on that. And I'm also putting together a big uh, kind of a big series over on cheesehead. I'm not sure when that's going to hit kind of putting together a Packers offensive call sheet based on down distance, blah, 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 uh, based on kind of how they did this past year. So I'm putting that together now that probably will not see the light of day until it's probably at least three weeks out on that, but that's something I've been working on and that's uh, that's fun. So nothing really, nothing really out right now, but a whole bunch of stuff I'm I'm currently working on.
2: Sounds pretty stupid. It is. It's not great. Mm -hmm.
3: No, for me, just happy March to everyone. I know that, We're all caught up in the Rogers watch, but we are entering one of the best sports weeks of the year. So if you're looking for something to do, if you don't want to follow along with the Rogers news, if you're just completely tired of it, March Madness, the way to go. There's also incredible TV on right now. The the Last of Us just finished. um, The Mandalorian is on. Ted Lasso is starting again so if you're looking for things to do if you're tired of the backers coverage right now if you need a break (laughs) there are lots of great things coming up so definitely check that out i'm participating in all these activities and loving it um so i'm looking forward to my bracket getting busted within a day but it's always a great time
2: all right i got honestly i don't really haven't too much i'm a a little trigger shy to say anything around these two this is the rest of this episode so i think we'll just uh Hopefully – I'll keep it very generic. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate our listeners. Uh, so uh, really, really happy that you guys download and tune in. But make sure you follow us uh, on Twitter at Evely at Sarah Kelher, four at Steve Perhatch, and at Packet A Podcast. We will be back next week, uh, probably talking some more Aaron Rodgers. uh, (laughs) But maybe there's a transition to the Jordan Love era at that point. So uh, we could have some good questions for that. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. And as always, Go Pack Go!
5: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
0: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.